You, you know, we have a lot of expressions in the English language. I don't even know what I'm saying. What are we talking about? Where'd that come from? Most all of us use them every day. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means. You know, we just say them as if they really made as sense. As if they really made sense. I mean, how silly is that? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? What's good, what's good? You know who it is. You know what it is. Welcome to Appraise the Phrase. Origins of Everyday Expressions. It's me, Mario. We got Dub in the building, as usual. What's good, Dub? Yo, yo, yo. And, of course, we add into the expression appraisal team. We have a near, dear friend of mine who has done wonderful things in his life and continues to do wonderful things. She actually sings them. So I want to welcome singer-songwriter Leah Hinton to the show. Welcome, Leah. Hey, hey. Thank you, all Thank you, Mario, for having having me of course what's up dub <laughs> what's going on man? what's going on how are you doing, man? <laughs> wow are you Great. trying to are you trying to have a singing baritone voice now that I leah figured, is on I the show we had the singer songwriter i figured we had to sing a songwriter so i gotta put my singing songwriter voice on you know what i'm saying that is i know that's right <laughs> you trying to get discovered leah it's if you I have an ear for it leah please throw hey. on the track Hey, got you. <laughs> All right, oh, okay. y'all. So you know what we're here to do, man. We're here to confirm the meaning, unveil the origin, and assess the quality of common phrases. And today's phrase is one from the heart and mind of our guest, Leah, today. So this is a phrase that I hadn't had on the top of my mind. It wasn't something that I flipped through the books and my notebooks pages and all that stuff to find. But when leah brought it to my attention i was like oh yeah this one goes this one said a lot and it resonates with me a little bit because it's kind of like that thing that we all are trying to figure out in life like how do we how do i live the perfect life well one thing you can do is understand that all that glitters is not gold so the phrase today is all that glitters is not gold leah thank you for bringing this to the expression appraisal table, talk to me, talk to Dub about your connection to all that glitters is not gold. Where you at with it? Uh, well, I I think it's so relevant today, and I mean relevant in every era, every time period. But definitely, we're here today, so it's relevant to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just with um, so much that goes into people and what they reveal to others, you know, what they show and what's truly on the inside. Um, there's not always a, a trueness or an honesty uh, aspect about it. And of course, you know, everybody's different. And there, I think there are definitely areas in everybody's life where there is a kind of hidden thing. Mm-hmm. And so going into social media, you know, that's so popular today. Everybody says social media is fake, but yet everybody wants to be in the spotlight. Yes. And, you know, I raising my hand, mm-hmm. you know, I'm guilty. And uh, it, it's just so much that is not true. And, uh, you know, everything that glitters does not go. Everything that you want and everything that may look uh, beautiful or appealing uh, is not always um in its true form and, and, and honestly may not be for you. So, Ooh. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for connecting that mm-hmm. social media dot because yes, yes, I didn't, yes, I didn't go immediately there, but duh, right? Mm-hmm. 
like dub <laughs> that is like the, the 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 forum you know what i'm saying and dub jump in whenever you want but i'm like yeah that is probably the strongest consistent representation of this phrase mm-hmm. it's like is that the thing or and, and, and we've gotten so deep in social media to me that we're uh-huh. now it's like a, a coin toss like we we almost know it's not but maybe hope it is or hope it's not you know like we're in a space where it's like that might be too good so no like hopefully you ain't living that good you know what i mean and now what does that do to a person you know what i'm saying not hopefully (laughs) hopefully you ain't rich hopefully you're not as as rich as you look or as successful as you look on social media Mm. so no you're right you're right about that mario um hate to cut you off but like uh whenever i hear it it's more of a situation of patience you know what i mean like you got to look at it as the sense of, you know, once you, you can be so infatuated with something, you know what I mean? Like, you can be so, uh, so aggressively welcome to something that you can kind of miss what, uh, what the real purpose of it being in your life about, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just a situation where, yeah, at the beginning, something can look like it's, something has like it has value mm-hmm. but you don't really find out the value the true value of it to the end right that uh, kind of makes sense for me you know it kind of transformed though i i i kind of you know as you grow up with your experiences you realize that you know um just how you evolve the, the words and the, and the phrases and the meanings and those phrases kind of can uh, evolve with you and uh you know as a younger person when you hear this this saying, um, it's pretty much like, okay, you know, it might be good for you, but it ain't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, as growing up, I took it as a perception thing, you know. Mm-hmm. It might seem like it's good till you get there. Hindsight's twenty twenty, Or, you know, in the beginning, it might be all good, but it's going to take a little bit a little bit more shining for it to, you know, shine like gold. So yeah, it just really depends on how how uh, how deep you want to go down a rabbit hole when it comes to this uh, phrase. Yeah, no, Dub, you're right, and you know we'll get into that because there's two sides of it, and you you bring up a good point with per- perspective and perception is like everything that is is shining isn't the shiniest thing or or, or of high value or the thing that's not shining maybe is not so invaluable so let's get into webster's definition real quick to see what you know i'm saying the law would say it means um so webster's defines all that glitters is not gold is to not uh not everything that looks precious or true turns out to be so so the the baseline of it is that shiny things or things that look good or things that like social media too good to be true not everything that looks like that turns out to be so so along the lines of of what Leah was saying, how it lines straight up, straight up. Now, Leah, tell me how do you connect it all with the opposite side of, of kind of what Doug was talking about, where like things that may look a little dull or unpolished may actually, you know, hold more value than we than we perceive. Definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely can understand uh, both sides of it. And I, I think. I agree with with that side of it too. What may look kind of dull, boring, um, really holds uh, true worth. And I think it, it could go into even just like family and 
you know, just like the little things. Like they always say, you know, it's not about the money. It, you know, it's about family. And I, I really do truly think that is true. I know people who are hoping to attain more things and more money and more success. They're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> but And I can totally get that part too. Uh, I think we all have our desires and stuff. But if you really think about it, like, where would I be without my family? Mm-hmm. Like, I would be, ooh, don't even want to think about it, right? right? You know, where would I be without my true friends and people who love me and who I love? It's like, that is that is what it's all about. Where would I be without God, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and that's, a, that's a, for me, that's an indicator, right? That's like one of the filter. Your family your support system, close friends, your faith in God. It's like, those are the filters for like the glittering. And like, is this, you know, who do, who do I vet this through? You know what I mean? So those are great point to bring that up to say, well, how do we even determine <laughs> what is true and what's not true, what looks precious, but isn't and vice versa is, yeah, those, those other components of, of what makes our life worth living. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into the origin real quick because there are some connecting pieces that I came to find. So first, the expression in, in its many forms originated in or around or before like the 12th century and kind of connects back to Aesop. I don't know if y'all remember Aesop's fables. Um, there was Aesop a, heard? <laughs> or, well, Ace, that's, you, you, that's probably where they um, felt their connection and, and got into what today's poetry, partially today's poetry is a rap. But Aesop, I don't know if you, you were Aesop's fables as a kid, mm-hmm. I would hope. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was just a bad joke. You're right. Was, but I, 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 was try, I was trying to add some little salt and seasoning to your joke to, for, <laughs> for people to digest it. And it, you you rarely missed up, so that's why I didn't even bring it up. I don't oh, know bro, why you named it. It's early, bro. I had some uh, technical difficulties getting on, and it's just like, uh I ain't stressed. Talk, to, stretch, talk to the writers, man. You can always blame the writers. Even even if there are no writers, you can always blame the writers, bro. But <laughs> so this dates back to Aesop, um, who's a Greek fabulist, world-renowned. If you haven't heard of Aesop's fables, had, haven't read the books as a kid or even came up to them as an adult. Um, and it started in Latin. Uh, and then the French monk kind of took what Aesop said. His name was uh, Alan DeLille, and he wrote, do not hold everything gold that shines like gold. So he, it's kind of inverse, you know, and that, he, he said that in 1175 saying like everything that shines like gold, you ain't got to hold it like it's gold. Don't keep it near to you like it's actually gold. So that's like a, a, a connection to that. I like that because holding it gives you a sense of like possession or closeness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't hold everything like gold that shines like gold. That's how you, you you only got so much space in your arms. How y'all feel about that before we move to the next? Does that deplete the value of the gold? You know what I'm saying? Is that what it's saying? Like, you're depleting the value when you're holding something. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's if it's a situation where, like you said, you have this and you're holding it so tight to yourself, uh, like it's gold, and then it's like, it kind of depletes the value of it. Like you have, you have I get it. I get it. That's, like, a, that's a pretty good leap, bro. Sorry to cut you off. That's a pretty good leap that I didn't connect yeah. of saying like, well, if you're holding things that shine like gold but aren't gold next to the things that are gold that shine like gold, does the gold now lose its value because mm. you got a bunch of stuff next to it? That's a very mm. interesting thought. I don't even have like a definitive to push on that, but that's a, that's a good thought to connect with that. 
it almost makes me think about, you know, in like cartoons and stuff where, or, you know, even movies or whatever, they always have that scene where they're going for the target, whatever it is they're, they're looking for into like mines and, and, and mountains and, and all that stuff and caves. And then they see the treasure on the side and they're, mm-hmm. and they're always encouraged and warned, like, don't look at the treasure. Don't get the gold. Don't pick it up. And and it's like, they're always like, oh, I think I can get all of it. Let me get some of this and then go for it. And it's catastrophe yes, after that. Yes. Like the one piece, like don't get, <laughs> not a whole thing shaking. Now we got, yes, that's, that's, that, does, like, that reminds like a me of that. Like a in Aladdin. Like an Aladdin. Exactly. Like an Aladdin. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Somebody grab a diamond. It's like. Come on, bro. Come on. That was, right. You had enough. So, like, just you see some one more shiny thing and you reach to pick it up, and that's where stuff starts to, to unfold in a, in a negative way. Great point. All right, let's keep this going. So, Jeffrey Chaucer, who's an English poet and author, he gave two early versions in English. So, after 1175, it got kicked down the road a little bit till it got to England. And he said, But all thing which that shineth as gold is not gold that I have heard it told. So that was in a, it was in a poem. And then he also said, hit is not a gold that glareth. Oh, hit is not all gold that glareth. So a thing is not all gold that glareth. So shiny thing, all shiny things aren't gold. So that's how we got it in English. Again, kind of like the, his first, the first example is that even if you've heard, even if you were told that that shiny thing is gold, everything that shines is not gold. And so now we're getting from don't hold it. It's not that to even if you have heard it. So it even brings like a be careful what you're listening to as as gospel. Like everything that you're being told is the best is not the best. Where y'all at with it? Go ahead, go ahead, Leah. Yeah, I I agree with that. Everything, um, and it's crazy because when it comes to information. On that, on that note, we have, you know, obviously so much access to information today, but who really knows? Like, who really knows everything? No, we don't really know nothing. Right. And, you know, we have so much information. You got Google, got the Internet, but it's like, you know. We we don't but really still, know. Sometimes it. Google will lie to you too, Liv. And will lie to you too. Yeah. Get you with uh, old buddy just passed away, and buddy's still in his crib. You feel me? Okay. So. And what is that about? I don't know what that popularizing like you're or trying to predict death is about. Yeah, yeah. bro. Like trying to you, you, the 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 want to be first kind of gets away from the want to be true. Exactly. And it's like yeah, you're right. It's hard to figure out what's the truth nowadays, especially. Uh, with all this information at our, at our fingertip. Yeah. Understand the need for all of the the the, the propaganda, the, the information to be available, even if it's not true, they just need to fill the space. Yes. So it's, yes. it's hard to kind of like deliver that, that truth in a, in, a, in a pack of lies. So here's my thing with that, 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 that I'm hearing is the loudness or the first to speak mm-hmm. Is that the sh- is that another representation of like the shininess? Because is that I'm first, so I'm seen, or I'm loud, so I'm seen. So it, I get to set the table of what mm-hmm. the value is, quote unquote, gold. Is that something that that sounds like we can all agree on? Yeah, because if you want, if you start worrying about being first and actually worrying about being 
you know, the, you know, truth. Uh, I think that kind of, that kind of puts that in that table you're talking about, Mario. You mm-hmm. get what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you just want to be first mm-hmm. or or just ring the button first, you don't even know the answer, but you... You get what I mean? Yeah. Like, like th- that's when, that's when, you know, uh, you're looking towards, you're looking at the end of it instead of the journey. Yep. You know what I mean? Maybe that, maybe that has a little, hold a little weight to this, uh, this phrase too as well, man. You know what I mean? Because it's it's all about first impressions. This this this, mm-hmm. this uh, it's all about the first impressions and realizing, you know, after that first impression. Because it didn't say it's not like some people say everything that's shining is not gold, but it's, it's it could not be gold. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It could be gold. It could be gold, mm-hmm. but it could. Yeah, exactly. That first impression. But you gotta be understanding and realizing that, hey, you know, if it's not. You got to move on. You got to go ahead and keep searching for the yeah, gold. What do you because, do when it's not? You know, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there with the bronze? <laughs> are you going to appreciate the bronze? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, right. d- d- deciphering what, what, what is value anyway. What does it have to be gold? Exactly. All right. Okay. So all we talk about is so we got into like the meat, the depth of this, the tofu for my vegans. But it didn't get popular from like this stuff and it never does right when like when you get the true meaning yeah, of it it never gets popular off of that stuff here's how it got popular william shakespeare of course yeah. right one of the most popular dude, he is he's done a lot yeah. of things yes. so in his play the merchant of venice which i have to give the backstory on it because it's important why it's connected to this play so it's a story about a merchant in venice who defaulted on a loan, which is wild that even back then, like people were getting like loans defaulted on and struggling by a, and he got defaulted on a loan by a money lender who scammed him. So they were scamming like this stuff is not new. He was a scam, got scammed by a loan. Um, and it's focuses on this man who loaned him the money, knowing he would never be able to pay him back. And it focuses Mm. on mercy and humanity. And the the, mm-hmm. fr- the phrase that that uh, or the the line that the phrase shows up in is all that glitters is not gold. Often have you heard that told? Many a man his life hath sold, but my outside to behold. <laughs> so I like Tupac, man. I sound like Tupac over there. Man. <laughs> What's that? Concrete from the road. That man. had to be a big <laughs> group from the. <laughs> sound like Tupac right there, Bill. Bill Shake, Billy Shake. Now, I'm so glad you brought up. Uh, I'm so sorry. I don't want to digress, but I'm so glad you brought up uh, William Shakespeare because I feel like that kind of resembles the actual saying too, as well. Because of right, like as of our generation finding out that yo, he might have not have wrote. He might have had a ghostwriter. Yo, he might have not have written all this. Hey, you feel me? Like growing up. Growing up, he was like the epitome of plays, the epitome of poetry, the epitome of writing. He's one. He's on the Mount Rushmore of writing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when you when you realize, like, oh, that's Shakespeare. Oh, oh you can hear it. thou thou for us. Anything like that, you know, that's Shakespeare. And it's like once you realize, like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Once the whole anonymous thing came out, you're like, whoa. Once the whole thing, like. Oh yeah, yeah he's been, he, he plagiarized something. Mm-hmm. Even if it's one thing, it kind of jeopardizes 
the, the, the picture. Drake knows it that. It kind of jeopardizes the, the, you know what I mean, the want of him to be like that perfect writer, that that perfect playwright, that perfect, uh, you know, that. How precious is he? Yes. How precious exactly. is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Leah. Yeah. I'm about to re reread this line. Mm-hmm. You break it down for me in your in your songwriter mind of how we're talking mm-hmm. about this. Remember, this this story is focused on mercy and humanity, and where the phrase jumps out in the in the context. So, all that glitters is not gold. Often have you heard that told. Many a man his life has sold, but my outside to behold. Where you at? School us real quick. And you know, I was I was thinking about that that part where it said. Uh... You, you may have sold your soul. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I mean, that is so, that's like such a phrase that we hear so often in the, in, in music and in the arts and, and, and all of that is like, are you going to sell your soul for stardom? You know, oh, they sold their soul for, for stardom. They, they did this. And it's like, I, I don't, I, I do agree that it can be done. Um, I don't think it's a joke. I don't think it's for play play. Mm-hmm. I think it's for real, real. Um, <laughs> and and it's, it's not always exactly what you think. Uh, it could always also be, you know, something a, a little bit more simple. Like, are you going to give up this for that? Mm. You know, are you going to give up and sacrifice, you know, time with your family, time with your loved ones for this gig or this performance and and so on and from from a minuscule level all the way to too big and so i i agree that um that is it's just truly crazy and then on, on the songwriter tip i definitely think he was spin gems um uh, but it's, it's really just like looking looking inside and what what is really like uh important to you mm-hmm. i think it's just analyzing what is important to you what are you willing to do for it is it in your benefit to your true self to your heart to your soul or is it just for the flesh mm-hmm. you know so you got to look at the whole thing you got to look at your intention you got to look at what is it bringing you is it helping other people is it beneficial for them is it a sacrifice is it worth sacrificing for it all of that, I, I think, is good. It's, it's yeah. really a look inside. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And whoo! So I lo- as soon as you started talking, I'm like, time. Time is a thing, like yeah. where it yeah. never gets yes. talked about. Cause we we always say, "You sold your soul." Really, it's about um, fame and money is what we usually you know associate right. with. Sold your soul. Now you everywhere, and you got major bucks, and the things that come with that, you know, are, are temptation, pretty much. But we don't be really getting to the nitty gritty of logistics to say if you're popping, like it's still a day is 24 hours, whether you're popping or not. So if you yeah. everywhere for 18 hours, you're somewhere that you weren't before <laughs> for 18 hours. And that's that's a price. That's a tag. That's a you know, what I'm saying? that's a that's a QR code or a barcode that you, you just said, all right, I'm going to scan that and I lose time for this thing uh-huh. and all we can see which i connect to the phrase but my outside to behold all we're seeing and all we have to see from if if you're if you're the person that has sold his life you know what i mean or or, or defaulted on the loan all we know is that you got the thing you wanted you know like you whoever this merchant in venice is 
whatever he wanted the loan for, he got it and hopefully he executed what he wanted to with the loan. His customers, the people around him, they don't know that he's in default. So they like, hey, you look like you're doing great. <laughs> and he over here struggling to beg right. for mercy from this, you know what I'm saying, this lender who was like, you never had a chance. You never mm -hmm. had a chance. Yeah, exactly. All right, last wow. but not least. It actually, if you, I, I, I had a Freudian slip because the, the, the Shakespeare phrase says, all that glisters is not gold. Mm -hmm. and oh. glitters didn't come all that glitters didn't come uh as the predominant form until 1687 so remember it got introduced you know the the essence of it got introduced in the 1175 the the early 12th century and then soon after that about 100 years after that uh 200 years after that shakespeare brought it to life and popularized it but glisters was the one glitter didn't come until um a poet named john dryden used glitter in 1687 uh, called the hind and the panther and then we learned that the word glister and glitter have the same meaning thanks to this guy and glitter won out preference anybody glitter versus glister real quick both of y'all preference glitter man <laughs> <laughs> well, I say you heard somebody say glister bro. you probably correct them if you heard somebody say glister you probably correct them and say nah bro you mean glitter. <laughs> the phrase is actually <laughs> Can I talk to you from on the side? Yeah, Cause I don't want to talk to you on the side and let you know that the, uh, <clears throat> you had said glister earlier. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I let you know that, uh, yeah, that's, that's wrong. That's wrong. Earlier, that's wrong. Uh, earlier in the conversation, I just want to let you know earlier, uh, you had said glister and, um, yeah. You seem smart, so yeah. I want to make sure that we'll you edit that out. <laughs> it's glitter we'll edit for that next time. You was, was on the roll. You was on the roll, so I didn't want to bother you, but we'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard somebody say glister. That's a, honestly, that's the first goddamn time I've never ever even heard, heard it. it. Yes, I've never yeah. heard of glister until to, until I researched right, this. Right, right. I kind of like it though. I kind of like it. All right, it. you Glist like it so much, I want to hear it in a song. You got a year. <laughs> Okay, challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> the internet, Mario, the internet gonna go, uh, uh yeah, he stops, uh, he stops. You know how they press the button. And, and I might uh, even use the whole phrase. Uh, Leah, uh, okay. <laughs> you're doing great, girl. I just wanna, uh, we're gonna go back to that line, last line. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna stack. We just gonna stack that last line because you had said. And uh, then, and then I'm gonna have to pull the facts out on them. Oh, and then you had, I was, I actually appraised this phrase, sir. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Actually, in the 1650s. Uh, <laughs> the conversation. Now you wasted. Now you wasted all your studio time. Just Try to hit him to the. <laughs> That's so great. Oh man. Okay. Actually, you can actually you can actually do this. You can actually do this. Let's run down some of the pop since you, we gonna add you to this list. All the it's glitters, by the way. Glitters wins. Uh, here's yeah, all the times that all that glitters and I go was used in music. Y'all ready? I'm about to roll it off. Give me Leah. Give me thumbs up, thumbs down. You're gonna have to say it verbally for for our, our the the people that are only listeners for the songs if you know them uh, and if you know them if you rock with it. Okay. So first okay. phrase. Uh, All That Glitters Is Not Gold in 1901 by George A. Norton and uh, James W. Casey. This must be from some type of musical. Oh, that's my shit. 
Never heard of him. Thumbs down. All right, I'll, I'll Google that later. All right, yeah, Neil Young, in the, he used the phrase in the song, Don't Be Denied, and he says, well, all that glitters isn't gold. I know you've heard the story told from his... Okay. I think I have heard that. Yeah, huh? I'll say something. Yeah, cool. And it, it was associated with fame and money. What's up, Doug? Yeah. Not to be that guy, but I want to say that's the... Uh... That's the song that Kanye West uh, sampled for his uh, one of his songs. And when it goes, uh, "All that glitters is not gold." Oh, actually, the song. Yeah, that actually. That's the only. And be honest with you, that's the first time that I've heard it, bro. You, you the one that actually gets me to listen to all the Easter eggs and actually these these you songs have to. because you have to. I've seen you put the process of hiding an Easter egg in a song and it's just like now when i hear something maybe it's a beat or it's a riff or something like that i kind of go back and do my you research have to find on where it comes you from. know where that where oh that yeah you have to know and kanye's the best if you want to <laughs> actually start listening to this is another plug for kanye west that i've put on the show yeah, but if you want to actually listen to his music i think that's a that's another way to actually enjoy his music is trying to find the foundation of where he come from and where, yeah. where the beat comes from. So, I mean, and that helped me out in this, uh, this, uh, slumdog millionaire, uh, as a moment right now. And you're going to be doing, and you're going to be doing a whole bunch of research with dealing with Kanye and his he, song. He to the bag. All right. So yeah. he put like four or five songs in one. He do. And it's not good right. sometimes because it's a lot of money. But <laughs> Led Zeppelin used it in Stairway to Heaven. I think we've, I've never, I didn't, I've never peeped a phrase in this, but he says, there's a lady who's sure all that glitters is gold. So this woman hmm. is following the fame, likely. Stairway to Heaven, maybe it's catchy. You heard that, Leah? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh huh. Yep. Thumbs up for that. Word. All right. And then Smash Mouth said it uh, in All Star. Oh, all huh. that glitters is gold. Oh, I, yeah. and that's as far as I can say. Wow. Because if I say the that rest, I might good. own some cash. So, <laughs> not going to finish that. Don't do that. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah, I know. That one is actually like mad that. popular. Yeah. All right. Leah, you want to grade this with us? You got to actually appraise. No appraisal is finished until we grade it out. You trying to get that okay. done with us? Oh, yeah. All right. So, it's a. Uh, Three-part grading system, A through F scale, like in school. So I'm going to have Dub start with power so we can show how it's done. Power grade is how impactful it is when you hear it. Does it make you stop? Does it make you freeze? Does it make you think? Power grade for all that glitters is not gold. Dub. Uh, on a power tip, I give definitely like a B, B minus, only because it the, the, the longevity of it. You know what I mean? Like when you hear it, when I first heard it, it was meant to be like a cushion, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. uh, in a sense of when you're younger, like when you feel like, man, I missed out on something and, and that kind of holds you down and, and your parent to come over and let you know that, look, hey, you know, just because it seemed like it's something or maybe they kept you from something and that's the way they're going to pacify you from, you know, feeling like they're, they're just the worst person on earth just to let you know that, hey, look, all that's good is not gold. All that you think that you might want in life or this the most important thing in life may not be that way. And, and it's just trying to hold you back from just jumping into something aggressively to actually sitting back and analyzing and see whether or not it's really gold or not. So I give it a more of a beat when it comes to the power, um, Mario, because just like because of that, because of, you know, 
hearing it as a young child and having it being stuck, you know, and, and being able to listen to things that has that same influence and letting you know that, hey, you know, everything that is shiny, it's not gold. I know this is not the idiom, but it's got to be a sister idiom to it. Uh, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. No, wow. I'm going to research the, the, the sister for that one or the brother or the uncle. Okay. Next one, but B minus. I actually, I, I rock with that. That that cushion, that is kind of my introduction to it in, in a sense, too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I went down to the childhood on that one. Okay. Oh, that's what we're doing, praise God. That's to not them. a little personal. <laughs> <laughs> next one, oh, we going to see where you take this one, Leah. The next one is the speed grade, and that is, um, how does it flow off the tongue? Is it easy to say, smooth to say? Do I like to say it? Ah, so speed okay. grade, A through F, all that glitters is not gold. Yeah, uh, that exact phrase, uh, I think I will give it a B plus. Mm. Uh, I usually throw an ain't in there. Uh, actually, I actually, I'm not going to say I say it this often, but I, I remember saying it not too long ago, maybe last week or something, yeah. um, just in, in regular conversation. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll say a B plus. I, I think it's pretty smooth, but I think that ain't would make it. Make, make it a little, 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 taste a little better. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm with that. All right, so we got B minus for power, B plus for speeds. It's shaping up to be a solid, solid graded uh, phrase here. All right, the last one we'll all get is our personal preference, guest preference, appraisal uh, expression team preference. So this is all things included. Now that you know the origin, the true meaning, what we discussed, where you sit with it, I'll pop us off. I think for me, it's one of those things, whenever I get to the preference, it's like, when I sit with it in my quiet time, is it something that's going to move me forward? Like, am I going to activate it and move it forward? Whether I say it or not, is it like a part of my life, my core values and stuff? Or is it opposite of? And it, it's in that wheelhouse. Um, it's something I experience, something I think about, uh, especially with decision making. So I'm going to give this uh, an A. One, because yeah. it's very, very practical phrase. And, and to the point where, like Dub said, you can cushion it for something to eliminate or limit disappointment. You can use it to help filter uh, being overzealous. You can use it to kind of say, hey, I'm in something that I expect it to be better, but it's not. But remember, like I can, I can taper my, my current experience with this to say, you know what I'm saying? Okay, and, and, and make decisions based on the next time. So I'm gonna give it an A for its practicality. Leah. Go ahead, Leah. Yeah, um, I, I would give it an A as well. It's, it's very clear, straightforward um, phrase. And I think it's very, um, uh, I don't wanna say important, but it's just relatable. I think it's, it's in our lives, period. I, don't, I, I mean, I think there's just so many examples of it, and I think it really does make you analyze, you know, your desires and, mm. and the the, um, the motives behind those desires uh, and wants. So, yeah, I, I would definitely give it an A. I love that. Like motives behind the desires. Dub. I think it's more of a B-lister uh, phrase, you know what I'm saying? Like, be honest with you, I, I like you say, you, you don't, you were saying, not realize you said it, you know, and, and it's just something that is in, embedded, you know, it, 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 you hit it on the head when you came to perspective and morals, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those situations that kind of molds you and sticks with you, but it's there, you don't have to use it, 
but it's there. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's always going to be available for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's not the 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 shiniest. It's not the marquee name. You get what I'm saying? Because I feel like you know a lot of people say grass ain't grass is greener. You get what I'm saying? I think that I think that one's a little more said than glister. You know what I mean? But it just really depends on your preference and what you like to see and what you like to say. Be uh, so yeah, I think I think it's more of a B lister type of deal. It might not be always be your first choice, but it's there. You get what I mean? It's not it might not be the sexiest thing to say, but when you say it, it's recognized. You yeah. get what I mean? So yeah, I think I, I'll give it more on a B lister type of uh, phrase. Word. It's it's well, that's longevity too as well as you said uh, as you know it. Uh, it has the longevity too as well. It has everything of a A lister uh, phrase. You get what I mean? Because it has the 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 the, the strength in it. Yeah. But it's just a situation where when you're saying preference, when you're saying you know, smoothness when you're saying, oh, I think it just gives more of a level of, uh, you're not, you're not the worst, but you still have a couple of ways to go to be the best. All right. Now, Leah, now that we've done all the grading, the, the phrases of praise, talk to us, talk to the listeners about more about you, where we can find you and the new single that's dropping. Talk to us. First of all, I, I need to know what dub consists uh will will grade an A. What what phrase he would grade an A. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, no. We got we got the history. We got we listen, full, listen, we listen. got the history on tape. Yeah. I gotta look into the archives. Hey, we gotta, gotta look into the archives. The archives. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, this this was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you for having me, Mario. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, you can uh, check my stuff. I'm a singer, songwriter, uh, jazz soul artist. And uh, I do have a single that's out called Away. So go and check that out. Don't just stream it. Buy it. Give me that money. No. Buy it. <laughs> but, so it uh, glittery. No, it's glittery. It's glittery. Uh, it's glittery. Right. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, and my music video is dropping today, so I'm very excited about that, and I'm going to have my release party uh, later this evening. Got oh. some new stuff coming for you as well. Uh, you can always check all my stuff at my website, leahhinton.com. Everything you need is there. All my social media is Leah Hinton here, H-E-R-E. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, uh, show some love. Yeah, show, show some, some love. love. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. Yeah. So, I mean, I've heard Leah live and in person many a time. Mm-hmm. I am super excited about this. Long time coming on. Just the world um, knowing more about you, being blessed by your voice, your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, listen to it. We'll be posting it. I'll be driving that thing. So, and I'm gonna be listening to it. So. Leah, we appreciate you as always. Um, yes. Just, we can't wait to have you back. Season two <laughs> dropping soon. Can't wait to have you back. For my man, Dub, you got anything, Dub, before we get out of here? No, man. Just uh, don't be uh, afraid to speak different. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are not afraid to live different. Don't be afraid to speak different. Yeah. There it is. There it is. I appreciate you. So, you can find us again on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify. We are brought to you by the Underdog Podcast Network. And always remember that value is in the eye of the appraiser. We'll see y'all, hear y'all, talk to us next week.
Yeah, like 